story. The story of a young child like yourselves. A girl, a woman named Anne Hutchinson. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Film Seizure Streams the Movies. Uh, my name is Jeff Arbuckle. With me this time around is my um, co-host, my my longtime partner <laughs> at Film Seizure, Mr. Jason Oliver. Hey, hey, it's been a while since I've done one of these. It has um, been. You, you I missed... guess it was the rental and um, amulet. Yeah, I think my I, I think my powerful disagreement on the rental apparently. The rental? Uh, apparently, you know, you, you decided to fuck right away. off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I can't remember why you couldn't do um, Bill and Ted. Oh, I had like a fucking kidney stone or some shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. You weren't feeling that good. I was feeling, I was feeling like a ass munch. And um, <laughs> and I and I had weird mixed feelings on that movie anyway. I think I, I just watched it under the wrong wrong circumstances. in the wrong emotional state yeah, yeah. um so it then best. it was for the best yeah and um you uh i did the babysitter because i had things to say i didn't intend on doing the babysitter i didn't read i didn't listen to that um but i i didn't like that movie i did not either um <laughs> but the one i did like uh by the way just earlier this week by the time this gets released you can hear me talk about uh the mothman legacy which oh yeah quite yeah. a bit um that's yeah a, such Someone a fun at work movie. um told me they listened to that and they're really excited to to see that now because cool. of your review yeah awesome well if i can reach one person yeah, you um, did. You reached one person. I yeah. reached one person. So this week we are, uh, or uh, today rather, uh, we've got another review. Um, so this is a movie called Sister Tempest. Now I do have a um, a slight disclaimer to to give before we dive in here. Uh, I do have a Facebook connection with the film director uh, Joe Badan, and uh, I am a backer of this movie when it was uh, on um, when it was on Kickstarter, I think either late 2018, early 2019, something like that was, I think when the Kickstarter was running. So uh, that said, (laughs) uh, this is not a paid for review. I'm not doing this review as a, uh, as a favor. Um, It just so happened that he emailed uh, the film seizure inbox and Jason was like, hey, I didn't even see the email. And Jason was like, hey, you backed this, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. And you were curious in taking a look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was curious. Um, we've both seen The God Inside My Ear, the the last movie Joe made. Yes. Um, I think we probably have mixed feelings on that. Um, um, I certainly liked it more than you did, but I yeah. don't think you totally disliked it either. I um, I didn't totally dislike it, but um, but the thing that intrigued me, I think, about this movie is is also kind of what scared me about it. Um, I, I have kind of a problem when filmmakers throw their influences around mm. uh, and talk very freely about who has um, influenced their art because I think that it, it in some ways can, um, can color your expectations, yeah. can color your, um, the way you approach a movie. And, um, and honestly, it does you a disservice, I think as an artist, because uh, 
it, it immediately sort of undercuts your own artistic vision because um, it in some ways makes you makes me feel like you're not confident enough in your own art that you can't talk about it without throwing around giants right um but that's being said um anyone who starts talking about their movie as influenced by uh david lynch uh alejandro hodorowski among others i'm going to be interested yeah and well and and we talked about this separately a while back where um you know really i mean it's the elevator pitch right yeah. Um, when, when you're trying to get something made and when you're trying to appeal to a, um, uh, to a more of a mainstream slant yeah, with the people that you're asking to either, uh, fund your movie or whatever, then you're going to have to kind of throw that stuff around, but no, I do get what yeah, you're I, I there that. are times where it's like, you know, if I heard somebody say, well, you know, this guy's, um, I, I think you really should read this comic book because um, this guy says his biggest influence is George Perez or something like that. And I'd be like, well, ain't nobody going to be Joe Perez or George Perez. George Perez. So, you, you know, I think, I think my problem too, though, comes with the fact that David Lynch, his elevator pitch doesn't come with, you know, I think of a Francis, Francis Bacon painting come to life, you know? Well, sure. He's, he's, he is going to stay true to his imagination and pitch his imagination, not, well, not other artists also, that he admires. Sure, but he's also pitching to people who should have some understanding of what he is bringing to the table without, you know, like if, if he says, I've got this idea they're going to be able to picture it, you know, how like a mainstream know nothing who's, who's given something on, on Kickstarter is going to have to have some frame of reference. I think, but I I hear that too, but I just, I just wish he would, he would um, be a little more confident in his own imagination because it is vast. His imagination, his creativity, his um, ability to make something that looks really, really amazing for very little money is um it's really impressive yes and, yeah and that's, I, kind of- that's uh, that's gonna be uh, yeah actually you're kind of touching upon what i'm i was gonna lead off with as far as my my opinion of sister tempest which is i really 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 dug the aesthetic of this movie um there is a little bit of a this movie could have fit right in if it was made in the seventies without it being made to look like it was made in the seventies. Does that make sense? It does. Because whereas you get something like, um, and I was just thinking about this because I was going through looking for whatever spooky movie I was going to watch for October yesterday on Netflix and house of a thousand corpses was one of them that came by. Right. And it's like very obviously, you know, that's a guy who, wants to make a movie that looks like it's from a certain time sure and he tries very very hard and it's very obvious that he tries very hard i don't think joe drives really has to try that hard you know um i know just got that it's built in to what aesthetic is i i i agree with you i like the aesthetic of this movie i 
was profoundly confused by its tone. Um, I think Joe's his own worst. His, his imagination is his own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is not marketable, and I don't think he wants to be marketable. No. But but even David Lynch is going to work within the confines of a market. He understands that he has to make a movie that's true to himself, but at the same time that people will want to um, that people will want to to fund, and that there is at least some market for. I don't know. I don't know who this movie is for. Hmm. Um, actually, I do know who this movie is for. This movie is for Joe. Um, and that's okay. And he found a lot of backers to help him make it. And that's great too. Um, but it's a confusing movie because it feels a little bit like he did have a lot of ideas and he wanted to get every single one of them in this movie. And it could probably have used a little bit of a um, of an editor. Not an editor in the sense of cutting the film together, but in the sense of, hey, Joe, let's rein this back a little bit. Maybe sure. let's, let's, cr- let's try to make something a little more cohesive. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, not uh, I'm not going to, you know, condemn or, or condone either either side of that argument. But, I mean, in a way, though, it's it's the advantage of being totally outside of any kind of a system. You know, I have no doubt that he made the movie he wanted to make and that made sure. and wanted, he made the movie that he wanted to make. And that's great. That's great. Right. I think that uh, that, that is the truest expression of, of art. Yeah. Um, and fucking great for him. Uh, I think, but, this... but we're here to talk about this movie critically sure. and what it means in the landscape of, of art, of film, of, of commercial cinema, of everything. And it, it bears a little bit of, of weight there that we sure. have to kind of bring some of these things up. Sure. And now I, I will say, and I don't know, I mean, and I, and I do mean this in the best possible way. Um, I did enjoy watching this movie. Yeah, I did too. Um, however, it's not a movie that's easy to enjoy um, because Correct. <laughs> it does have, it does have tonal shifts, but there is a, an, an immense emotional weight in this movie there is but i think that's my biggest criticism is that the emotional weight is again undercut by by lack of tone Hmm. because i did not feel i think the full weight of what i was supposed to feel at the end of that movie yeah um and that's that's i mean that's a fair criticism i think i was um uh, I was drawn in a little bit more. I mean, obviously this is a movie about, well, it's about a lot of things, it's but about a whole hell of a lot of things. But uh, the, the through line that I was getting was somebody who was um, dealing with loss, mm-hmm. constantly dealing with loss, but also um, that eventually kind of breaking the dam and uh it it's a it's a mental breakdown on film um yeah and uh which which seems to be a theme in his in his movies to some yeah degree. that and um to a certain extent the uh, uh, there there is a great deal of of religious uh, yes that as well religious i i don't i i, str- I don't want to say dogma but uh, religiosity 
Well, I'm going to use my favorite word. It's it's religious transgression. It's it, it's. I wondered if you were going to. I'm that. going to because it fits again. Um, and again, like that's what Joe is about. Um, mm-hmm. His his um his background it's, is in that. Is yeah, in his that. his reconciliation and, of his artist nature and a religious upbringing or yeah. being part of a uh you know being from the south um that you know that's a um I, i'm sure that is he's constantly, constantly reconciling with that yeah exactly it comes out in his art and and it's and it's great i mean it's it's that's the kind of stuff that really comes through for me in his work um i was i was gonna ask you if it if it if that meant something a little bit more to you than a yeah. dream, because yeah. you grew kinda, up in a I, religious, I, kinda, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's a conflict there that he's, he's, he, he's made lots of steps to remove himself from what he feels is, was a toxic kind of um, religious mindset um, while still remaining spiritual. And that comes through in his work. Yeah. Right. He, it, you can tell that he ha- he is spiritual, but yet he is also um, damaged in some way by what religion has done to taint his his idea of of spirituality. Mm. Uh, and I, I feel that I feel that very strongly in my personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. And, you know, I mean, like, I also know that the you know, the one thing that definitely drew me to the movie to begin with was uh the term that he used which was genre bending which this certainly does uh it's a little bit of horror it's a little Mm -hmm. bit sci-fi it's Mm -hmm. a little bit of comedy it's a little bit of cartoon um in a lot of ways i was gonna ask you this but i decided to hold it until we actually talked about the movie i was picking up a lot of vibes from like head head Yeah. yeah Because yeah. it's almost uh, it's 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 almost sketch, yeah. Right, like it's it's going from one scene, it's from one set to the next to the next. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I I I could see that for sure. Um, there's 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 kind of this new wave of filmmaking right now that I don't know what it's called, but it's sort of like this this um, meta pretension. And um, I think it's rooted sort of in, um, in a, a nostalgia, in an aesthetic style, um, in pastiche. I think that um, in a lot of ways, you've got filmmakers like uh, Quentin Depew, who made Rubber, uh, Panos Cosmatos, who made um, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, and uh, Mandy, Jennifer Reeder, who made, um, uh, oh, Christ, um, I'm, the the title's going to escape me, but it was one of my favorite films of last year, um, *Knives and Skin*. Oh yeah. Um, that there there's sort of this uh, this stylistic similarity between these filmmakers in this sort of hypercolor kind of nostalgic throwback um, aesthetic, but also this kind of meta um, pretension that almost becomes its own pretension. Does that make sense? I wrote about this when I talked about Fried Berry um, that mm-hmm. premiered at uh, Fantasia Fest this year. And it's sort of like this thing where, all right, I'm going to take another step back. There's a famous quote by Quentin Tarantino after he saw David Lynch's Firewalk with me. 
the Twin Peaks movie. And he said that um, David Lynch's head is so far up his ass that I'm not going to see another David Lynch film again until I've heard otherwise. Essentially, that his head has been removed from his ass. Now, that was completely off base. But at the same time, I feel like uh, Joe here has made a movie where half of it, his head is up his ass, and the other half of it is making fun of his head being up his ass. Mm-hmm. I see right? where yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of filmmakers that are doing that. Um, and it comes through really clearly for me with the whole art school yeah. the setting of this movie. Right. I mean, I, I, I said to you while we were watching, I was like, I wonder if Joe was like a failed art student, right? Um, my wife, my wife went to art school. <clears throat> she went to NYU, um, the School of Fine Arts. She, um, she hated art critique, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, every time it was just to roll my fucking eyes. Like, what is this bullshit? I mean, the artist statement, right? Um, I made this comment about David Lynch. Again, I'm going to keep bringing him up um, that, you know, David Lynch is never going to be someone who's going to write an artist statement, Right. So that is where I do feel like Joe and David have this kinship Hmm. where creativity is coming from something within them that they're getting out and they're putting forth for people to make of it what they will. Um, So (laughs) I don't know. I'm now rambling because, um, (laughs) because I think what, what Joe is kind of doing at some point here in this movie, a lot of, a lot of this movie is really his commentary on, on that on art Mm -hmm. school on this sort of sense of the self-importance of art right and that not everything needs to be assigned to meaning right Mm -hmm. um everything is something some things are just what they feel like and um and that that were the were the moments of this movie that i really felt like joe was in tune with the true spirit of his influences Mm -hmm. and what i was able to really connect with Right. Um, no, I, yeah. And I think that was what was really kind of, I think that's what made it enjoyable of a watch for me. Um, because it did laugh at itself. Like there were, there were certain lines that are almost purposely overwritten. Oh yeah. Using words that no, no person in the last 150 years would use uh you know like the like the word ruminations when yeah. you're talking about yeah. well, there's, there's been ruminations yeah. you know it's like it's stuff like that where it's like you know it, it's 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 making fun of being that smart or being yeah. you know i mean i think he's even sort of poking a little bit of fun at david lynch himself at some sure. point it's like the scene with the with the vase Yes, where, where they're there. It's like this big symbolic scene. Right. Right. And then they start to they start to contest the pronunciation, pronunciation of base. Right. Boss. I yeah. mean, that's right. pretty self-aware writing. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there are several little moments like that, which now that I think about how this movie ends. Makes perfect sense. Yeah in the moment but uh yeah so this is something where you know probably seeing it another time would you know kind of you, you can connect some of the dots from earlier yeah on. i want to kind of strip away some of my preconceptions as right. well and watch it again um now i still wish though that it there's something there's just something about what it's trying to say and how it's saying it that doesn't connect for me yeah. Um, I mean, 
I'm not going to disagree with you on that because I'm not entirely sure what you were looking for it to say. Um, well, I wasn't looking for it to say anything, but oh, fair the movie clearly was trying to was 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 emotionally trying to convey some pretty heavy themes. Yeah, I I mean a lot of it that I looked at too is also you know like both this and the previous movie God Inside My Year was uh, they were both um, that they're both female leads struggling with um major shifts in life mm-hmm. um which that in and of itself I mean, there are several different ways you can say something about that um because i don't think it takes i don't think it takes that smart of a person to understand that probably that's much harder for women than it is for men um particularly when Wait. there's what's more what's harder large shifts in your life like things that that uh when you're suddenly put upon as a like in this movie you're suddenly put upon to be both mother and father when you're not of proper you know when you're not really of mature i mean i i would i would say that the only reason that it would be more difficult is because of societal that's exactly what i was getting at yeah 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 it's it's a societal statement now um i will say that there was not a single performance in this movie that i wish was done differently the people in this movie uh, were were bought in. Well, not only that, but um, but I think Joe is a really good actor's director. Yeah, because what he's asking these people to do in a movie that's pretty bonkers and getting the performances that he got is is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and review this movie and and, and and tell you that i loved every bit of it but man i think joe is talented as all hell yeah um, well i mean yeah you can you can look at a painting and say i can see the talent here yeah what i'm seeing maybe isn't totally to my liking well it's, um, it's it becomes a um it becomes a, a matter of taste exactly um, to some degree right sure. now which is funny because this type of movie wouldn't necessarily be my taste though. I think I enjoyed myself more than you did. I think um, part of me, what takes me out of movies like this is zaniness, right? Which is something that I'm. You're a little, you have a little bit more proclivity towards. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like I, I, you know, it's like, I want, to be shaken out of a dead sleep at 1 a.m. by Adult Swim screaming at me <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. laugh my ass off about it. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, some, I mean, I was thinking in, in some regards, some of the comedy in this did feel a little Tim and Eric. Uh, uh-huh. And it's, you know, like it goes over the top. Um, but no, I mean, I think that. I mean, it felt there were times where I was like, "This is straight up Monty Python, man." Like, yeah. there, there really the, were the moments Nazis. that felt like that. The Nazis, um, some of the even the Vase Foss thing. Oh, and Monty some Python. of the, yeah, the um, what was the name of the uh, film crew? Oh my God! Yeah, the documentarians, the the, um, oh. the Zyolans. 
yeah the olens uh yeah that's the um and, and like of course you had like this galactic council and you've got you know a guy who's you know um has got like a big bucket on his head you know it's 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 it's, it's do you know what the final budget was on this i don't know i i guarantee you it looks 10 times better than whatever budget they had like it it is mm. it is amazing I, you know what i love about the creativity of the movie is is how like the your favorite thing with the establishing shots with the with the models oh my right? god i love that i um, love that which is which is a really creative way in a cheap way to serve your aesthetic and your style but also you know serve the budget the the line producer right <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and a lot of that, you know, it, it ends up kind of creating this very bizarre world that you're in. You yeah, know, what's real and what isn't. None of it might be real. All of it might be real. It might be, it might be a fishbowl that you're stuck in. You know, um, and yeah, it's it's stuff like that. You know, I I said that it, it did remind me of like some of those bumpers that Adult Swim did, uh-huh. where they would use miniatures and stuff like that so you know i mean like for me a person who thinks primarily in terms of cartoons you know this the the i adjusted to the tonal shifts differently um than i think you did but um Mm -hmm. yeah but i also think that this is a movie that's worth multiple viewings too I do. T- I do too. Um, I, at first, I didn't think so. About halfway through, I was like, I have no reason to see this movie ever again. Um, but something did kind of click. It, it it's madness, but um, but there is a focus mm-hmm. that that I wasn't picking up on in the f- in the first. I don't know five or six chapters out of nine. So the movie is broken into nine chapters, which again is its own pretension. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it did, it did kind of click and I I do feel like it's still a little overly long. I, I I think that two hours is is a bit overwrought, um, for this movie, but, but really honestly, then I, I I was starting to think about that and letting my mind wander. It's like, I don't know exactly what I would cut. Um, yeah, I wonder if, if a second viewing, it flows even better better yeah um yeah i mean to be honest with you though it's it's the it's the leads of this movie that really hold this thing together throughout the entire i mean uh was callie russell um linnea greg uh they're compelling characters in their own weirdness they're really really good yeah um because one has to be constantly buttoned down and the other one is total insanity but she yeah but she, well yeah it's, it's a kind of a weird thing right because one of them is is moving from sort of buttoned down into uh into sort of like this free expression yeah almost right like she's discovering herself and then the other one is um is is kind of like this innocent who is is going mad but it's mm-hmm. it, and obviously i don't want to spoil anything but 
But when you really kind of understand what's happening, both of those shifts make a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. And the, the ultimate conclusion to that story um, starts to get into focus. You had a guess that was really close. Yeah, it was close. Not and quite. It, not quite. Yeah. But, but it was not something totally out of left field. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's. Um, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that this is a movie that is, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I was thinking about this also because it's like we just recently for a, a future episode watched Crimes of Passion. <laughs> Talk about another movie that is brain melting in terms of <laughs> insanity. Uh-huh. Um, one that that I'm still not entirely sure I've recovered from. <laughs> and it crispered um, you. It crispered you. <laughs> it's uh, and and I kind of feel like this is this is this is my this is more my style of insanity where yeah. I'm not like just immediately thrown into abject chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yes, okay, granted, very early on we see a guy explaining something to us in utter nonsense. Yeah. That that felt so much like um Quentin DePew's rubber, the um the no meaning scene. I don't know if you've seen that movie, no, but um but there's a there's this entire meta narrative to that movie about about the movie it's like why does this movie exist um does any of this have meaning no it has no meaning it's it's like this this perpetual um absurdity right mm-hmm. and i was like getting strong vibes from that i i yeah. would i would guarantee that joe is a fan of that movie um but no i mean i to me i would say this is not a movie that's easy to recommend to people um because it is um it's very rooted in several genres while at the same time being none of them, mm-hmm. um, which is not to say that, that that's not to say that's negative. It's, it's its own thing, right? Um, it's, it's very expressionist in nature. Um, I think I might be using that term properly. I'm not an art student. <laughs> it's, well, you know, I wonder too, if, if there's sort of like this um, impressionist sort of, um, angle too. There, there, there's, there's a very strategically placed, almost looks like a children's art book, yes. uh, in in the break room scene with um, our lead, uh, and 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 it's Anne, not, and Jeffrey, yeah, and Jeffrey, yeah, and it, it says something about like the something about the impressionists. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, yeah, it, it and it looks very much like a children's book. Um and and I would say Joe's uh art is very impressionist uh in a lot of ways. He has a very yeah. stylized version. Um he does a lot of um art prints and stuff like that and I've seen a lot yeah. of stuff on his Facebook. But yeah, um, he's so multi-talented. I mean, he's right. a, he's an artist, like a you know, illustrator, a painter, a filmmaker a writer a um a a musician um yeah my my connection to him comes from the connections i've made through writing about comic books i mean i would kill for like just an ounce of his creativity you know (laughs) in my own life like it it, he's incredibly impressive creatively yeah Yeah. um yeah and i think that that i mean 
each one of his movies shows a different side of his ability to do you know like what's the next one going to be like mm-hmm. you know like uh, what what could he potentially do with a um uh with a stylized um sci-fi movie or something because he he definitely has that 50s aesthetic for his Mm sci-fi um oh jeff i just found a review uh, an interview where he drops um both the monkey's head and quentin depew as um as influence that's weird that's weird we nailed it yeah we nailed it we might be are we real people are we just uh, you know like figments of of people inside of his own head (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe he'll listen to this and tell us (laughs) (laughs) no i um yeah no i it's not a movie that's easy to recommend but it's a movie that i think the where it's playing right now which is playing a lot of festivals yeah um particularly a lot of horror festivals um i have been to well i'm wearing a horror hound shirt right now (laughs) i've been to the horror hound film festivals i've sat in movies that um you know it had that hook it's like this seems you know this seems kind of awesome Uh and i've sat there and i've looked around the room and i've seen the people who will sit in that room all day yeah and basically say the hell with the convention um and they and this would be something that would appeal to those they are looking for genre type of stuff well they're i think they're looking for um for something unique Mm -hmm. they're not looking for your typical slasher or your typical alien invasion yeah and and this this movie is unique it is is obviously a product of a of a vast amount of influence but i don't know what art isn't Right. And um, and Joe does seem to to wear that on his sleeve more than most to to his credit and detriment, I think. Um, uh, but it is it does come across utterly unique to me. This this movie, I agree, is hard to recommend. Um, but if it sounds interesting to you, if you're listening to this, it looks interesting to you. I would say go for it because it's not. It's not nearly as unapproachable as it may seem. Right. No, it really, it really does. um, I am no. It really does have a an accessibility to it. Right. I find uh, stuff by, um, like Hodorowski very accessible. Yeah. Uh, You you were there when I took in about ten minutes of Holy Mountain, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Man, there, the Holy Mountain is all over this movie, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's but amazing. at the same, but the thing is, though, it's one thing to make a movie that yeah. has the hue of that, yeah, while still having the underlying <laughs> meat of this yeah. movie is stuff that appeals to me, yeah. And so, um, yes, it may feel like it's it. it some of the imagery, some of the shots, if you were to look at them out of context, are going to be somewhat pretentious or some, you know, a normal mainstream person. And I'm more of a mainstream person than you are. Uh, certainly a lot more mainstream than Joe is. Um, but we, I see something and it's like out of context, 
if I didn't have any frame of reference, it would seem like something that would not be for me. However, um, I sort of know the person. I've, I know what he's capable of. I know what his tastes are and his influences are. And, um, you know, that allows me to, to, to take a look at it. And once we started watching it, I started picking out the little things that it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I am all for this. I'm all for everybody driving cars and looking like they're from the early 80s or late 70s. And yet not, you know, and yet they do this really wacky, goofy thing. Again, that's the, the anachronism of David Lynch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of that, uh, that, that I, um, that, that appeals to me. And I think there are a lot of people who would find this appealing to them too. And it's, you know, this, this does play well at some of the festivals that this movie is playing at. It does play well to, um, people who are, um, you know, sitting at the, um, you know, sitting at a convention or, or, well, in this case, it's all digital or right now, but, um, you know, they're like, Hey, what's it to me to, to just sit here and and check out 10 minutes of this movie and then get sucked into it. I, um, I, I think this movie will get some attention. Um, not, not mainstream attention, but, but funding attention. I I, th- I think there there's could be a danger on the horizon for Joe that he could get a little bit of interest because of the fact that he is such an imagination and a very 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 talented filmmaker that he could be one of those guys I mean I, again I'm going to bring him up he could be one of those guys like David Lynch who gets handed a project like Dune and it's a disaster well, right sure. um I, I'm just curious. I'm curious for Joe, like what comes next and what he would do with a big budget and what he would do if he were trying to make a commercial film. Cause I guarantee you has ideas. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, you know, there, I, there are things that, cause I was thinking about this earlier too, because you and I would approach even making a movie very differently. Whereas my influences would come from much more mainstream things, but I would twist it from there to say, well, it's a mainstream movie, but I bet you didn't expect this by the end of it or something right. like that. Whereas you, you would want to subvert right. expectations. Yeah. Right. Whereas you would start the, the opposite, I would mm-hmm. feel. And, yeah. and, and I feel like that's, that's always, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you bring to it? What is it that you would say, I'm going to take this and turn it on his head, or mm-hmm. I'm going to start from something totally original, but make it look like something that you recognize, which I yeah. kind of got the impression from this too. I was seeing things that I recognized from yeah. this, from a totally yeah. original perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you're looking for something different, uh, I think we both agree that we'll recommend this to give it a try. Yeah, hundred um, percent. If you are looking for something that's more mainstream or something more straight down the center, um, Joe, Joe is not uh, Joe's not going to send the ball, uh, send a fastball straight down the 
no. straight down the the it's strike ex- zone. It's accessible, it's gonna, but it still demands your attention. Right, um, he's yeah. going to throw you curveballs, and that's um, if you don't want curveballs. Um, I have other recommendations for you. Uh, yeah. This uh, this is something though that uh, yeah, you're you're going to have to think about it a little bit. You're going to have to engage with it, um, and you're going to have to expect it to be a little different. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, uh, I enjoyed watching it. I would like to watch it again. Um, and, uh, I think, I think Joe could really, can really do a lot with what he has access to. And the fact that, um, his entire family is very talented. Mm -hmm. Um, I think his wife made little figures of a couple of the characters and put them on Etsy. Interesting. Yeah. Like it, the spaceman and the, and the bucket head guy. It's interesting doing this um, review. I mean, we literally just finished watching this movie when we started talking about it. I mean, maybe 10 minutes in between. Um, and it's an interesting kind of experiment to, to review a movie this way, because um, part of the review is you kind of talking out and, and coming to terms with what you just saw, right? Um, I think just in talking about this for the last forty-five minutes or whatever, that I've 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 come a long way in understanding what I saw between when we first started talking about it to now, right? Right. So, um, so again, you know, kind of understand that from a totality of 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 the discussion that you might be challenged by this movie in ways that you have to kind of reflect on um, before you declare it, you know, crap or not. Right. So many people are so quick to do. Yeah. Well, a lot of people um, know that the clicks are in the hate, you know? Yeah. Um, And, you know, because I was actually, one thing I was looking at uh, as I was preparing for this, I was uh, went to the – by the way, everybody, you have to go to the website for this. Movie. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking glorious. <laughs> uh, as as somebody who spent a lot of time on the internet in the late, I 90s, think it was modeled after the old Space Jam website. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still operating? I think it's still I think operating. it's still out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it will never die. <laughs> it uh, the capex uh, website is still operating. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so anyway, the. Um, uh, so I went there just to kind of, you know, so I knew, and by the way, it's sister tempest.blogspot.com. Uh, check it out. It is glorious. It will also <laughs> see a schedule of where it's playing um, starting uh, with this weekend at Sin City Horror Fest. Um, it's playing um, three horror fests between now and November 8th. So, uh, or film festivals rather between now and November 8th. So check it out there. But anyway, uh, I was going there um, and on, you know, like when you're scrolling down on IMDB to get to the website and stuff, I saw in a review come up and it was like a, like a 10 out of 10 and somebody in the review, I read it and it said that they watched it twice before they wrote their review. Yeah. And how that really kind of helped, categorized how he felt about each of the elements of the movie and everything so it's i mean i think you like it more now than you did 
45 minutes 45 minutes ago yeah certainly um yeah certainly i i i i still have some of the same criticisms but i think i would i would temper them would you tempest i would i would tempest them (laughs) with my sister (laughs) yeah show your sister this movie is curious what would um <laughs> uh but no i um i i really do appreciate mm-hmm. um the the two hours uh, i really did because for one there were things i could ne- i mean i'm not entirely a straight shooter when i'm thinking about stuff and i could have never come up with some of the stuff that was in this movie um but it still spoke to me because of some of those more zany moments and some yeah. of the, you know, it's like uh, just the, the journey and how things um, I was, I was on that roller coaster of complete and total madness as well. Mm-hmm. So um, no, yeah. I, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not for everybody, but it's a good movie. Yep. Um, check it. You check know. it. Thumbs up. <laughs> anyway um so uh oh yeah this is my show i guess i i need to figure out how to end this thing now <laughs> um so anyway so uh every wednesday new episodes film seizure the the actual podcast film seizure that happens wednesdays um let's see here what's next week oh 1408, 1408. the surprise uh the, the the dark horse for stephen king october yeah we're rounding out um stephen king month with yep. uh with some with some special guests yeah with some special yeah. guests um then uh monster mondays is every monday um this upcoming monday oh, i gotta get out the calendar what do i have coming out this upcoming monday it is um taste the blood of dracula nice that's a good uh, that rounds out my christopher lee hammer dracula the, the lovely linda hayden indeed she is in that it's got also the most bonkers ending that i had to explain to you i think because you're like you Wait, did what? you, you, you <laughs> did have to explain it to me it made sense once you once you explained it and the funny thing is is that i'm not the guy who should be talking about consecration <laughs> of church and whatnot right. <laughs> anyway so um yeah, so that's uh, that's that. I don't know when we'll have another one of these um, film seizure. Uh, certainly not at the movies for any time streaming longer. The but streaming the movies, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Every now and then something will come up. Uh, but um, Fridays, go over to bmovieenema.com. I do stuff there. Um, I, those are written things. Um, <laughs> I write a lot of words. Um, I should get bionic arms. I could write more even faster. Like the like the principal of the art school. He just had a skeleton hand. Was it a skeleton hand? It was a skeleton hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway. That's, one, that's an idea Joe had. Just like, I'm putting it in there. I don't give a fuck. And I appreciated I it. I liked it. I <laughs> loved patch, everything. Got, put an eye patch on that guy. Yeah, and have him <laughs> constantly knock shit off of his uh, shelves. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because his office is too small. Uh, anyway, That's fucking the, Monty Python, man. Yeah. It, but anyway, uh, you can find all of our stuff at filmseizure.com. Um, you know, the Apple podcast, Google podcast, Stitcher. We recently uh, joined Amazon, Amazon Audible. So you can find episodes there too. Um, 
cool. So yeah, just search for it. If you if you like <laughs> listening on some platform, search for us. We we'll probably show up. Yeah. If 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 you don't find us, you'll probably find Oliver Stone's film called Seizure. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. Pretty sure. Um, and if I've and if that's that. more up your alley than than these two assholes, then you know. Sure. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, it's <laughs> Oliver Stone. I mean, I think I think uh, Hugo Villachez is in that. Wait, what? Villa, what's his name? Heart. Is his name uh, Hugo? No. You're you're talking about tattoo, right? Yeah. Knickknack from Man yeah. of Golden Gun. Uh, yeah. No, Hervé. Hervé. <laughs> Not Hugo. <laughs> Irving. all right well with that uh, i think we should probably pack up because uh we've entered our own impressionist version of a podcast um, yes, yes so anyway uh jason thank you for joining me on this because it My was pleasure. really weird if it was just me talking to myself yeah i don't think it would have worked as well <laughs> probably not uh anyway i'm jeff arbuckle and uh, you know what don't forget to save me a spot at the end of the couch An oofle? An angel? It's none of those things. It's all of those things. It's beautiful.